Welcome to the Clobbercast, proudly presented to you from Clobbercall, all the way from Sheffield, England. Ben, Glenn, take it away. How are we doing, Glenn? Not bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, steady. Good to good? Absolutely not bad. Absolutely not bad. <laughs> Got to get that in. What's yeah. Feels I'm... a bit weird, doesn't it? Because we're in a different place. Well, yeah. Where are we? Well, we're at home. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the Clobbercam store. Yeah. For the mint. first time ever. Feels on weird. A podcast. It does feel weird. Feels bizarre. Feels normal doing everything else in here, mm. but this feels a bit weird. Mm. Feels a bit bizarre, but anyway. So, what's going on other than World Cup? You didn't. You didn't. Ah, oh, well. Uh, World Cup. You just got me talking, wanting to talk about World Cup. Then do it. I'm going to ask you. You were going to be Golden Boot. Oh well, Ronaldo. You think? Yeah. I'm not sure, me. What do you think, Ben? I think he might pick him. Yeah. Mm. But that would require England getting further than Portugal in the competition, which is another debate, really. So there's quite a lot lying mm. on it. I was really happy for Kane when he scored that second goal. Yeah. He was like. He's like a modern-day Alan Shearer for us. Yeah. Just not quite as aggressive. No. But, yeah. Same. Have you been watching any matches? Seeing as you uh, support Spain. <clears throat> yeah, I watched uh, Portugal-Spain. That was a good game. Was, yeah, that was good. Um, and then I watched Spain against Iran, which was the worst game ever. Mm. But Spain won. Just. Just. Costa. Costa yeah. football. Yeah, he's doing well. But you to be honest, know. yeah. They're just all a bit old and slow from what I've sat, sat there, seen. What, Spanish? Mm. Yeah. Mm, but, oh, well, these things happen. Yeah. So we can probably come on to that in a bit anyway. Because yes. We're a bit, a bit of a mix-up tonight. Yeah. We have got... Uh, we're going to talk to Amanda, who clobbercammed at Amanda, that works with us at the Supply Co. When she's not with us, she is building her own ladies' wear range, which fits very much into the denim world, but for ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, under her own label, which is 23ounce.indigo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's been a design manager for high street stores for like 12 years. Mm-hmm. So she's really experienced. She knows what she's doing. Uh, got really tired of working with high street, sapped her of all her... Working for the mi- man? Well, it's just... She's got so much enthusiasm for what we do. And I think that that just over time kills it for a lot of people Amanda being one of them uh, so she's ended up with us and she does all the vat dyeing of the indigo and makes everything herself she's been reworking some of my vintage garments yep uh, to create like more almost like a post heritage ladies line nice uh, you know we're talking changing 50 year old trousers into jackets that look like they belong today but they're made in fabrics that's vanished and stuff like that. Well, that's cool. So I'm going to talk to her about that. Uh, we're going to have a chinwag with Darcy. I'm not sure what about, but she's here because we're in store. So we'll have a <laughs> chinwag with Darcy. And to start, I kind of wanted to introduce my mate Rob because I think people will probably be starting to think, who's that guy that keeps popping up yeah. on your Instagram feed? And mine. And why is he always cleaning boots? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, he came to the store this morning. I was like, we should get you on podcast tonight for 10 minutes because we're doing it in Sheffield, in Clobbercam. Uh, because we get loads of messages of people saying what to use on the Red Wings, how to do the Red Wings. And although Rob 
could probably talk for hours about it and the intricacies Easy for of you to say. shampooing and polishing yep. and bringing a boot back to life. Uh huh. We're not all Robs. Some of us just need to know how do I put this on my boot and make them last a bit longer and bring them back to life. So that's why we've got Rob here. Yeah. Uh, so. Shall we go over to Rob? Definitely, he's sat next to you. <laughs> he definitely is sat next to me, so I'll just put the mic in his direction a little bit. How are we doing, Rob? I'm all right, lads. Good, and, uh, good. Nice to be here, chatting away with you. Yeah, of course, all as right. always. Uh, Rob, people seen you in store, restoring boots, uh, and belts, for that matter, different leather products. Uh, I thought it'd be good to get you on because I get to hear about it all and I get to understand what needs to be done. I mean, I could probably do up a pair of Red Wings better than most people in the world these days, except I don't have to because I've got Rob. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to do that or make me own toast anymore. (laughs) Brilliant. Rob did me uh, three slices of jam on toast earlier. All right, I'm going to say. We need a sugar boost. Fair enough. Rob sorted it out. Just ate the spot. (laughs) So uh, I think I think for me just jumping in well, yeah, before we we, we we cut over to Rob yeah uh, would be um, I think p- loads of people will probably want to clean them but mm-hmm. first of all I'd be very much in the same mindset as like mirror denim as I I won't want to ruin it or do it wrong yeah so Rob first question for me it'd be is there any need to be scared. And can you do it wrong? That's a really good question, Glenn. I think um, when I look at boots, they come in all kind of states, you know, warning, battered, little scars on them, little knocks on them. Yeah. I think One thing that's... you can guarantee is they're nearly always a foot long, aren't they? Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've they've got their own story. <laughs> and I think... You can be a bit nervous with them at first. I don't, they're very robust and I don't think you can do much wrong if you're using the right products in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Which you, you can usually buy from manufacturer. And if you're too precious about them, I think you're kind of missing the point. I think they actually are a working boot. So, yeah. given, you know, trying out stuff on them and just doing some basics, you can't go very far wrong with that. So, a guy walks in here now. He says, hey up Rob, I've got a pair of Red Wings, I've been wearing them for the last 12 months. It's starting to look a bit tired and dry, it's been sunny in the UK for the last three weeks. Shock. <laughs> uh, what do I do mate? What would be the, you know, what would be the entry level? Right, refurb? okay, let's keep it simple. Yeah. So, take them off, take out laces out, get mm-hmm. your centre toothbrush. Mm-hmm and start just brushing around the welt. That's the bit with the stitching right edges. Yeah. Right. Get all the dust out of that. Give it a firm brush. Peel back where the laces are. Get all the bits of lint outside the, the boot. Like the what would lint be? Lint's off your denim, any fabric, and it kind of gathers in the, the bit where the, uh, the holes are so to speak, in the central part of the shoe. Okay. Just brush out any dust. Yeah. If you've got a nice little horsehair brush or any standard brush, just brush off the surface debris. Mm-hmm. Okay, you brush that off. If they're really muddy, get yourself a damp cloth, a bit of a microfiber cloth or mm-hmm. a cleaning cloth. Just give them a light wipe over. 
dry them off with a bit of kitchen towel so that they're not wet. Mm -hmm. If they're really dirty, wipe them down, let them dry off naturally. Don't ever put them near heat, don't put them next to a radiator or whatever. <coughs> Try and dry them naturally. Okay, so you've cleaned off the surface debris. So we've brushed them off and we've applied just water. Just water, very lightly okay. and dried that off. Yep. How long would you leave them to dry for? Is there like a set? To be honest, I leave them probably about five, ten minutes. And right, that's okay. the, right. You know, I make a brew. Fair enough. Yeah. I make a brew, yeah. and the bit time I've done a brew, I come back and they're fine. If you're going yeah. out in them, it's a perfect time for a shit shower shave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there is that. But then you you want to start putting some nourishment into it. So it's like a bit bit like moisturiser for your mm -hmm. skin. You mm. know, it's getting a bit thirsty, it's well, a bit it's dry. Skin, isn't it? Exactly. It is yeah. skin. Exactly. And the more you nourish them, the better results you get. Mm -hmm. I think it also brings out the the kind of patina, the, the coloration of the leather. Mm -hmm. As it gets worn and it gets dry or scuffed or scarred, they're the kind of characters. They're, they're, that gives it character. So mm. what you want to do is, is enhance that. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I would do after that is get a bit of the old leather uh, conditioner. And I just By get red ring if we're on about red ring, yeah, for example. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very good product. It's yeah. got like pine pitch and uh, lots of nice stuff in it. Yeah. It's quite a, a thorough product. It's been designed for their leathers, so it pretty much covers what they produce. Yeah. Get a little lint-free cloth, like a boot cleaning cloth, or just a, a duster. Yeah. But make sure it's not covered in fluff because yeah. you'll rub the fluff into it. Them yeah. yellow things yeah, just you, go you everywhere. Know what, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you want one that ain't covered in fluff because you don't want to rub all yellow fluff into your boot. Yeah. So wrap it, I'll wrap it around my first two fingers so it's, I've got grip and then wrap it around my hand. Wipe a bit of the cleaner onto the cloth and just start working. I'll start at the back and get the hang of it and then I work towards the front, and I'm quite sort of quick to work all the, the boot. I'm only laughing because I keep thinking we could be talking about a woman. Yeah. If you listen to it from that point, if you go back and listen to it from that point of view, it's, uh, it could be a completely yeah. different fucking podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to put you. Marvin Gaye over this in <laughs> edit. Sorry, Rob. Go on, mate. You know <laughs> So we're, we're starting it back to get so <laughs> <laughs> Right, starting at the back. <laughs> and you're moving forward. You can start where you like. I mean, it's up to you. You might have your own preference. But, you know, as I yeah. say, start where it doesn't show. And that's usually at the back. So I work forward. Yeah. Just massage it in. <laughs> <laughs> you realise you've set the tone now, don't you? <laughs> <Right>. Sorry. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll jump in, Rob. Go on, yeah, your best do. Bring the tone up a bit. Go on. Sorry. I know it's not exactly the same, but when I was growing up, football boots and all that sort of stuff, um, completely different thing. Don't but, uh, no, no. Washing machine and then straight on radiator. That's like... Is that like the That's absolute? Yeah. Set, yeah. So, so obviously we know. Like, I know what we're going through basics now, but mm. like 
jump into like the basics through to like the absolute no goes. That's like the worst thing you can do, Rob. Putting them in a washing machine, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, trainers, fair enough, but you can wash them quite. I mean, I give them a shampoo. Mm. I, get, I get like sponges and a scouring pad. Which is when you're really going for it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and yeah. I yeah. use the Red Wing cleaner, mm. and you put a couple of caps in some lukewarm water, yeah. and then just sponge it on, work it, and I thoroughly wash it mm. and then I leave it for overnight to dry and what we've said is just wipe it with a bit of water yeah, unless you want to go to that length the, the, once a year that's quite a good yeah. thing it's like giving it a shampoo and a, a bit of a spa that's treat. more of yeah. a video we can do <coughs> yeah, yeah definitely this is day to day maintenance you just want to wipe off the excessive <coughs> dust if there's a bit of mud on it if there's no mud don't bother wetting it just mm. use a brush yeah. clean that off wipe over some leather conditioner that might darken it a little bit, but mm. don't get worried about that. It will lighten up. Work it in, work it in, and then if you really want to go for it, get a bit of mink oil, which Red Wing do, and that is a lot thicker, but mm-hmm. it works in really well. Same mm-hmm. principle. Cloth around your fingers, work it through, and just rub it in little circular motions. Try and cover all the stitching, and if you've got any dry patches just work it into those bends off again <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Rob um, I was going to ask oh should I just more more should I say comment on last time you were in shining some boots up on the nudie event mm-hmm. um, I didn't know you were in <clears throat> um, but I had my red wings on which I'm sure Rob can vouch for were knackered and they were dry as fuck um and now I, I was like oh man i'll definitely get it done and they'll be restored and i thought yeah they'll definitely look better which they did um i got new laces in which were very much needed but i'm i was surprised how much more comfy they were mm. just by being conditioned and cleaned and serviced that's a great um, a lot of guys said to me i like them but they take a while to break in Mm. and to me the best thing you can do is just load them up with nourishment put loads of stuff on what from day one yeah yeah people are a bit precious and they don't want them to look like they've been touched and stuff like that yeah because they've just invested they've invested you know Mm. 250 quid probably 250 quid in them and so they're a bit (coughs) nervous to do anything to them First thing I did when I got mine, I just loaded them up with uh, like products and wore them for the first two weeks, sat mm. around the house wearing them while I was watching telly. Mm. The heat off my feet is warming up the oils mm. and it's starting to sort of get into the leather. It takes time to soak into the surface, mm. but what you're wanting is for the hide, the skin, to start to sort of give and the heat, you can feel it. I think you can feel that point when they've warmed up enough, mm. they just seem to <coughs> breathe. You know, they seem to give. And once you've got them giving like that, then you can walk about in them and you can just, but yeah, get some stuff into them from day one. Yeah. You know, don't, don't worry about it. It's designed for these shoes. Obviously, you don't want them covered in grease, you know what I mean, all the time. But to begin with, if you want them softer, put something in. Yeah. Before, <coughs> just to take it back to before 
I probably uh, started chuckling again. You've worked in your mink oil, and that's kind of the last thing that needs to happen in it. And they're obviously going to feel a little bit greasy after that. What you know? How long till you wear? What do you do with them then? Ideally, you do them and leave them overnight, and the mink oil absorbs, and it isn't as obviously greasy. Yes. Mm. But if there's any surplus, then just buff it off with your uh, your brush. Yeah. Just get a, a decent brush. Try not to use it on something that's had like black polish on or, or red polish, you know what I mean? If Where you, do you get a decent brush for a shoe? Um, a good cobbler's. I mean, I'm obviously it's my still mate. old school. Yeah, it's not like it's you're going to be an M and... The better ones are like a horsehair. They're a yeah. pure bristle. Yeah. Can, can you get one online, Rob? I'm sure you can get one off you at can. Amazon or... You can. I mean, my favourite are the <coughs> Sophia brushes. They're quite good. Um, they're well-sourced horsehair bristle. Yeah. Get a, a fairly sizeable brush as well. Mm. You know what I mean? Not like a little nail brush. You want something that's fairly decent size because it, it makes it work in better. Yeah, of course. Um, but... You know, most cobblers should sell a decent brush. You know, your high street cobbler, um, just ask for one with its pure bristle. Mm. I mean, I use all sorts, to be honest. I've used hairbrushes and different things. Mm. I'll use what works, a toothbrush to clean the welts. Mm. Um, about a baby brush? Plastic's not so good. Is it not? No, I'd say bristle, because it's a natural fibre, it kind of works the... The leather better yeah the plastic is a bit stiff and the products don't over time you're using your brush and the mink oil and the conditioner gets into the bristle mm. so really you can just give them a buff over mm. and the oils are already on the tips of the brush so, so we uh, so basically for all the people that ask us about restoring red wings we've established that you can get stuck in there with a toothbrush to clean mud out and lint Maybe a soft wipe, let it dry up, just be water, lukewarm water, let it dry off for 10 minutes. Uh, get a bit of all natural leather cleaner, work it in with your fingers, don't put too much on. How long until you put your, if you just, I mean that would probably do, that's one way of doing it. That's it's like when you true. go to a petrol yeah. station to buy a car wash. <laughs> And you get you have like numbers one to five in it. Yeah, 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 product. definitely. And then so how long between the natural leather cleaner for the people that then want to add the mink oil? Ideally, if you can leave it overnight and right, put okay. it on, the longer you leave it, the more time it's got to get into the leather. Okay, I'll tell you but the other way. What what's not to do then? How long is the least time you could leave it? Is it something to do with the way it feels? You just. You're just going to get a very greasy finish if you put it on straight after. Yeah. Okay. And, but even if you did, it won't matter because you could get your brush and you could just brush buff off. off the excess. Yeah. You know, it's all about again, let's, weird, really, let's not it? get worried and too yeah. precious and say there's a, a perfect way. It's about experimenting a little bit with it. You're not going to break them, mm -hmm. right? They're not going to kind of fall apart in your hands. Mm. They're, they're just... Find what works for you. Mm. I mean, this is these things. I'm a, a an enthusiastic amateur. Mm. That's what I am. I look at different products. That's what we all are. Yeah, exactly. I, I look at Speak different for products. I try different things out, and sometimes I kind of look and I think, oh, maybe I put too much on, but it doesn't matter because I can wipe that off and I can start again. It's not going to damage them. 
excessively. It's it's if you're doing something like putting them in washing machine or putting sort of dye on them and stuff like that that you might cause a bit of a problem. But just work it in. If you put too much on, buff the excess off or mm. wipe it off with the cloth. Mm. Just get a clean part of the cloth and, and wipe the excess off. Yeah. Yeah. But <coughs> try and remember they, they've got their own signature. You know, mm. like your denims, they mm. get their fades, don't they? And mm. they're unique to you, where yeah. you've put your phone or where you sat and what have whatever. you. Yeah. So your boots have got your own mm. kind of character in them, mm. the way you wear them. Like mine, get a bit of a mark where the pedal on me um clutch uh, not mm. you know what i mean mm. in the car i'm getting a, a sore spot where it's hitting the pedal mm. but that's unique to that boot and that's what makes it mine do you know what i mean mm. and i've got i've got one black top on my left foot as well from yeah. my gear lever on my bike do you know from all muck and dust mm. off my bike exhaust burns them as well doesn't it yeah, yeah i've noticed i've noticed that on my vans by the way yeah, i thought yeah. why have i only got half a van on <laughs> 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 on my right foot it's because i've yeah because my exhaust so burnt one of them sit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, uh, so that's pretty straightforward. So we know that it's brush it down with a toothbrush, a little bit of hot water, 10 minutes drying out, get your old leather on. Uh, you can leave it overnight if you want. If you don't, you know, wipe a bit off with a clean cloth and then you can add your mink <coughs> oil and then it is a good idea to leave it overnight. So that's pretty straightforward for anybody that just wants the basics. What's for people that's wondering what's the bending the bending of the boot have you know are you doing that after the mink coil and why do you why are you doing that um i tend to once i've prepped it and i've got all the oils in i tend to sort of like massage the boot a mm. little bit just to kind of i don't know if it's psychological or what but it seems like it's getting into the boot mm. and it's allowing when you twist it and stretch the leather, you kind of get, you can see there's there's wear points in it, mm -hmm. or or, and it just, and I notice that it goes a bit dry in certain points. Mm -hmm. So I kind of then add a little bit more. Mm. I just it gives me a bit more understanding of where the boot needs extra mm -hmm. nourishment. Yeah, because usually around the ankles that's quite stiff so i tend to sort of put a lot more in just to soften it a just to bit. soften it yeah because i want them to feel like soft gloves on mm. my feet i want i want to walk in them and not think about them i don't mm. want to be feeling that tension i mean around the edges if you've got a broad foot sometimes it feels a bit nicked in a bit squeezed in mm -hmm. so i'll work it around the edges yeah you know it, it's it's your boot, and you. It sounds like a bit of an effort doing this, but actually, it takes about. It, it takes ten minutes, and you and by doing it, you're keeping your investment looking good and working for better a lot for more you. years. Yeah. Okay, so well, that's a good brief overview. <coughs> right, I've got one more. Have you got what you want to say before I fire one more? No, no, do it. do it, do it, do it. <coughs> so, Rob, we've talked about Red Wing and Red Wing products. And we know we like to use them with Red Wing boots because it all goes together and you know the design for that. But you don't just do Red Wing boots. You'll you'll do any sort of leather. Uh, so let's say if somebody's sat listening to this and they're like, well, I've got a leather backpack. I've got some Red Wings. Uh, I've got a leather belt and something else. And you know I want to get stuck into it with it all. What's a good all-round option? You might just say it's Red Wing, which is fine. But what's, I'm sure they're all pretty good. 
But what would you suggest is a good all-round option for them people to go out and try? Bear right. in mind that the beginners. Yep. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not affiliated to anybody in particular. I, I look out for whatever's good on I've the market. I've seen your toolbox, which is why I asked. So I've yeah. seen them all I, in there. I don't like to sort of tie myself to one product. Yeah. I like to experiment and find out what works for me. Um, what's recently kind of blown me away is the Armstrong's All Natural. I've right, really, okay. really found that covers a lot of stuff. Armstrong's um, All Natural Cleaner. All Natural Cleaner, which is a, a saddle soap. Mm -hmm. Then they've got a leather conditioner, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. Really, yeah. You can see it absorbing, it seems to really get in. And then they've got a boot shine, which smells of oranges, fresh orange, and it is beautiful. Gives it a really believable finish, and it's incredibly nourishing. And there's nothing in it that's kind of harmful. It's all based on locally sourced the natural. The UK company? American. They're American. USA? Yeah, okay. they're American. Um, the other one that I'm liking is the Smiths, mm -hmm. which has got shea, uh, organic shea butter, sweet almond oil, and... Uh, no, it's not shea butter. It's cocoa butter or something. And what's the other? Beeswax, organic beeswax. Mm. Now, that's a really light light one and I tend to use that on belts and bags anything that I'm wearing next to my clothing I tend to wear use the Smiths mm. um, as an alternative for the boots I think the own, uh, Armstrong's all natural made in the USA that's mm. that's really good but then I've been looking at English ones like Saddler's original mm. it's like got no um, petroleum products no added silicone mm -hmm. it's based on all natural ingredients and that's incredible that's mm. a really good one um, and that's made in England so it is actually locally cool. sourced and it they're, they're all got a similar sorts of ingredients um, I mean the one I'm, I'm trying out one at the minute and it's got like eucalyptus and tea tree in so it prevents mold Mm. And things like that you know so there's loads out there you've got you've got to find one that works for you and mm. it's got the qualities that you're after I mean mm. some people don't want anything with chemicals in because they just don't want uh, the toxic mm. chemicals because some products can be quite harmful if you look mm. on the back of the you know shoe polishers you look on the back it's you know there's some stuff there's, there's a little skull we have cross through exactly <laughs> and, and so some people have, have you know want more um, kind of less harmful less toxic yeah. products uh, and there are plenty out there yeah or there's starting to be um, but again with those kind of things leather ages and it gets better with age I mm. think I think it, it but it only gets better if you're keeping it supple. Mm. If it gets dry, it tends to crack. Mm. It tends to break. It's like a person. Yeah. You've got to do your exercise, haven't you? You've got to, well, you've got to keep things supple and moving and nourish them mm. and keep them healthy. Um, and they just look better. Mm. They look better, you know, and they work better for you. And, well, finally then, mate, the... Uh, you just popped up on Instagram. I've seen you now. So I can start tagging you a little bit. Are you going to be using that Instagram before we say what it is? Are you going to be using that to document some of your 
work and findings for people that might be interested, or is it a family, family no, gram? I, I, I'm I'm a bit old school. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I'm not a, a young fella that's used to. I didn't grow up with Instagram. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm kind of. How young do you think I am? <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> You're younger than me, fella. You're younger than me. That's for sure. No, I'm new to it. Yeah. So I, again, I'm just kind of tentatively putting a few things out yeah. there, and you know. I, to be quite honest, I love looking at what people are doing out there and getting inspiration. Yeah. I think it's an inspiring kind of medium. Yeah. And, and I can see there's people out there doing some great stuff. And yeah. I, I do a bit of... I find out about stuff mm. on there. But I will be tentatively putting, putting stuff, stuff out on. there. Yeah. Is it just Robert Middlemast? It's just Robert Middlemast. Is it? It's just one. Wow. Yeah. You just got that? That's, you just got yeah. your name? Well... That's who I am, you know what that, I mean? That doesn't happen very often, does it, on a, <laughs> on a global platform? Well, I don't know what to kind of, you know, I couldn't think her out witty, yeah, you know what I mean? else has got it, that's the point. Yeah, it's, it's like good. if I put in Ben Woodhouse, it'd be millions. So, right, you I get see, what I mean? I like, like, <laughs> well, I just typed in my name and that mm. seemed to work, so, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> As you do. You know, yeah. I don't like making things complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I like so, it simple. So. Right then. That's it, I think. But yeah, uh, Rob's got to get off. He's got yeah. other engagements. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, Rob. Uh, that's been really interesting. Um, what we'll do now is... We'll, get, uh, we'll stop it for a quick tipple. Yeah, get a clobber tipple. Chinwag with Darcy. And while Amanda gets ready. And then we'll give Amanda a call. Sweet. Lovely. Thanks, Rob. Cheers, Rob. Cheers, lads. Have a Thank good you. evening. We're here with Darcy. Hey up, Darcy. Hey up. <laughs> You can probably hear Ben pottering around in background. If he's not bringing beers, I'm not happy. He's brought beers. He's brought beers. <laughs> I'm good, sir. Got he's brought around. beers. So, Dars has been in store on the laptop um, when I came in after my meeting earlier. So, first of all, um, Dars, what do you do at Clobbercam? That's a probably a good place to start. Yeah, so today I've had a fun day on the laptop. Uh, getting some more images ready for our website. Meant, meant. So that's today. Is that kind of like representative of most days, or kind of how often are you here? What, what, what sort of stuff are you looking after? Be- yeah, go for it. <laughs> so I'm in a couple of days a week. Um, tend to find me here on a Saturday, doing bits around the shop. Uh, helping out with website stuff, do blogs, blogs, yeah, yeah, like Cal, um, uh, so which is uh, quite good. Getting to learn about all the different suppliers, see all the guys ten at tens. It's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, how did you end up here? <laughs> because we all have little random stories of how kind of bends like this glue that you walk past, and if you stand still long enough, it you end up sticking around. <laughs> <laughs> so how did how did that happen that you became clever calm ass? <laughs> Pretty much so. My friend Claire works at Glass Onion, where Ben yeah, used to work. Yeah, uh, I see, I see, yeah, 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 I know, so no, Claire. came in here when he was painting the shop floor, before yeah, there was even yeah, anything in here. Um, and then, yeah, kind of hopped around, uh, got involved with doing bits and bobs, and then... That's it, we're here now. Yeah. Dad's is good with, Dad's is good with, she does all his Facebook, I'm rarely on his Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, she uploads all the content nearly for blogs now. Uh huh. Obviously peddling them out, uh, but she's also quite artistic, which comes in handy. 
So yeah, it's definitely. quite flexible as well. So you know, like today she could come in uh, when uh, when I needed her because we've basically been taking shots. You know, just stuff like we need shots with white backgrounds and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 definitely, And uh, she's, uh, you know, adds value in those sorts of areas. An all-rounder. Yeah, and she drives a bike, so really, drives. we employ her. <laughs> you you, defi- bike, you so. definitely don't if you said drives a bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's employed, so we've got a nice bike outside shop on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, Darcy, what's your Instagram? So it's clubacan.darcy. Brill. And I'll let you do this one. Um, you've got quite a uh, famous bottom <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> let's talk about Donners. let's yeah. talk about that one. <laughs> when Donners uh, when Donners when You you when, you you do that one Ben because Darcy's, that were that were quite Darcy's an interesting one. Became the uh where Darcy wore the nudie jeans for us online. Uh not nudie yes she did wear the nudie jeans, but then she wore the rail car Donners. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we got a photo of him showing the fit. Uh and that photo it went onto my Instagram and somehow ended up the for a set amount of time, the image that that came up when you hashtagged denim or raw denim. That's good. That's quite it famous. Was, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it was. That's uh, good. Famous ass. Well done, bum. Yeah, well done. Yeah. So thanks to Darcy's mum and dad for getting us trending worldwide. Won't <laughs> <laughs> be a Darcy. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. So, be happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny because everybody were commenting. Things <laughs> that Darcy's ass, like the way nobody would have been rude or you know, but <laughs> blokes mentioning it, and then uh, Darcy's mum like typing, That's my daughter, really proud, <laughs> like proud face, yeah, <laughs> proud face good. emoji. That's funny. Uh, so, um, I'm, island, yeah, we can, yeah, let's do that then. Yeah, yeah go on then, Benji, let you ask that one. Psyche. So, Das. Uh, and you can be completely honest about this because we don't stock loads of denim for women, so it's not like you're, uh, you've got to say what you think, you should say. This is a Darcy question. You're on a desert island. Uh, you've got all sorts of weather, from red hot to tropical storms. Uh, you're on there on your own. You can take four items of clothing and one drink. What are they going to be? Uh, so, going to start with shoes. Mm-hmm. I live in my docks. So, Doc Martins. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, are they shoes or boots? They are the boots. Yeah. Black leather docks. Um, jeans. I always struggle with hips to waist ratio. Uh, so, I found Levi's do a high waist black skinny. Um, I've bought a few pairs of them now. Definitely take them. Uh, redhead. So I'm definitely going to have to take some sort of headwear, like a big <laughs> floppy hat or something. <laughs> <laughs> stop, that, stop that sunburn. Um, one more item of clothing. A tee of some sort. Can't really wear. Well, there's no one else there. I could, I could just walk around in my jeans and my docks. Yeah, you could. You could. Yeah. Um, just some sort of tee. Just a white tee. Just a good white tee. Yeah, solid. We'll, uh, we'll give you a Dawson one, so at least. <laughs> I'm a nice cotton Dawson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then what drink you have, indeed? It's going to have to be bourbon. Well, yeah, yeah. Straight. Or just a nice bottle of bourbon. Any particular Maybe. brand? I could do with a bourbon tonight. Yeah. Woodford Reserve. Woodford Reserve. Mm, That's a good, good one. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I really like Monkey Shoulder, but I don't know if it's that a bourbon. Yep. I really yeah. like that one. Like yeah. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm so, so, such a basic person yeah. when it comes to alcohol. I quite like that bullet bourbon as well. Yeah, I like bullet bourbon. Um, and then there's also one that looks like a melted candle on top. Maker's Mark. Is that a bourbon? Or yeah, is that a bourbon too. There you go. Oh, well, there you go. Well, while you do the uh, death row question, I'm going <laughs> to get this call. I know it seems a little bit unprofessional. That's all right. You do that, Benjamin. You speak to your suppliers. So, um, clobber cam for ladies. Obviously, there's there's admittedly not a load of ladies that come in. Um, but why should they be coming in? And what sort of brands have you kind of connected with first? Because... Like, I've not connected with all the brands because there's some that are just full-on either heritage or, like, just way too heavy denim for me as a relatively newcomer. What, where's a good starting point from a brand point of view for, for ladies? Well, I've come in, um, I needed some gun denim, so I tried on a couple of things and have fallen in love with the nudies. Yep. Um, so I'm currently wearing some of the skinny limbs. I've got the black ones and the indigo ones. Still getting blue on all my white tees and my hands, <laughs> but um, yeah. something I'm getting used to. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend the nudies. Um, good jean. And have also got my first pair of Red Wings on order. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to my 8.75s coming through. Mint. But yeah. Um, what what eat about Eat Dust? Because I know that you've... Have you got a few bits of Eat Dust? About to say, looked for, I really looked, uh, enjoyed it when Rob came over with a couple of the girls of Dust stuff. Yeah. Um, recently went over to uh, Antwerp. Nice. And met uh, a couple of the guys as well. Right, okay. So, yeah, it's great to meet them. And the girls of Dust Range is brilliant. There's nothing out there like that. I've got the white coveralls. Yeah. Which, which I found mean? out I can bleach. So that's fine. Mint. <laughs> and and do, yeah, do they get as mucky as what you think they would? Not really. I was no? riding bikes around Antwerp and fairly clean. Happy days. <laughs> that's good stuff. Um. So yeah. Well, that's 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 really good. Yeah. Uh, to start with. Um. What would you say? Like, would would you say that Clubacam is accessible for ladies? Um. Das. Uh, it's got its stepping stones at the moment. There's definitely stuff in here that the girls can have. Um. And especially with Amanda stuff coming in the yeah. 23 ounce indigo. I'm so excited. Yeah. Can't that'll wait be good. for that next Saturday. But oh, but I sp- yeah. Yeah, I sp- next, next Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. But I suppose Clubacam slash Ben can be forgiven for that because naturally it draws loads of blokes in. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it would be business suicide to start with mm. that there'd be lots and lots of, or an equal balance of men and women just yeah. because it started off as a men's wear store. Yeah. So me trying to get to the question is, would you say that the wind is changing towards uh, ladies' denim or ladies raw denim or is it now becoming more popular or is it just because people like Darcy around or what how do you see that market evolving both of you uh it's probably a there's probably two answers there's probably my answer and then Darcy's answer on that uh for me I think it's just about there definitely needs to be a stepping stone into it which is what Amanda's clothing is right okay uh, I don't think women are as into the fades and stuff like that. I don't think it's a woman singing that way, but I think they are into quality product. Uh, so I think that it's going to get more popular as sustainable sustainability and well-made garments becomes more popular. Yeah. Uh, and I think they do like the store. 
and uh-huh. ladies are more likely to wear men's clothes than vice versa, as we know. Uh, I don't think it'll ever blow up. I think it'll be a long time until you add loads of ladies brands all based on you know like girls of dust yeah yeah which is a you know it's a denim brand doing a proper ladies range i think it'll be a while before there's lots of them Mm -hmm. Uh, but from my point of view i think it's definitely there's certainly a place for it yeah yeah but that's from you know from me as a you know from as from a clobber cam point of view darcy from a personal point of view i don't know how she feels mine's kind of come around like the whole riding thing so even in summer well more in summer because the weather's good, I'm always on my bike, I'm always in like heavy denim, and my, do- my docks or like some sort of boot, so I'm after quality there, but mm. I see a lot of women just wearing red wings, wearing guys' roars, mm. like, they're embracing yeah. it, but there's just not much in the term in girls, like you say, with girls mm. yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, I see so, what you mean. Yeah. It's good to get. It's hard to get into it as a girl, isn't it? Yeah, it's good to get that mm. middle. Like you can come into the shop and you can yeah. choose eight shirts from five brands. Yeah. And you've got options. Whereas with ladies, we'd have one shirt by one brand. Yeah. So you can't. So you've it's got a lot harder to buy into the bigger. Yeah. Picture, I think. And maybe you've got to kind of like be half into a topic that relates back to it as well. So there's got to be sort of Viking. exactly that. Yeah, yeah. Too. Whereas like. Like, my wife is not into bikes, yeah. and I don't know how she'd jump from what she's wearing now to this. Mm. I don't see that stepping stone or that platform to take her into mm. it. Uh, so maybe that's needed, or maybe see, there's more education when needed. It goes, my wife wears selvage denim now. Yeah. She doesn't wear any new stuff. She wears my old vintage stuff. Right, I see. Fair so enough. She likes that, like, older, lighter denim, so she'll wear some, like, vintage Levi's. Mm-hmm that are salvaged you know and that's how she approaches it and I think that's a lot more of a woman's way I think so yeah fair enough mm. good stuff so that's that we need to phone Amanda yep and you're ready enough aren't you Das I am I'm jumping on the bonnie and going for a little ride lovely enjoy I will do thanks thank guys. you bye right then so another one bites the dust yeah she's gone and it's just back to me and you Glenn and yep. a mobile phone Yes. Which, by the way, I dropped getting on a plane last week. Ah. Gutted. One of the worst things, Evs. I know, Evs. Totes annoying. Totes. <laughs> Totes not amaze. <laughs> Mega lols. Oh, God. Isn't it crap, that sort of stuff? It's just rubbish, isn't it? BTW? I never use that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guess what? Callum's on a date tonight. Hey? Callum's on a date. Is he? A hot date, yeah. <laughs> With our Georgina that you've met. Our Georgina? She was here at the Rally Social, one of Charlie's friends. They've been texting and getting on well. Right. Dating tonight. So, All right. you know, good luck, Callum. All right, that's, uh, that's, I thought he had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. Is that but another, I can guarantee is, you that that's not the case right now. <laughs> is that not, a, uh, is that another podcast? That's, is that what it is? A, well, right. we have to speak to Callum about that. Right, I will do. Well, let's phone him now. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Callum, <laughs> how's your date going? <laughs> He'll be doing his shit shower and shave around about now, I should he imagine. Will, yeah, well, probably not so much of a shave seeing that guy's chin. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but anyway, so what we're we doing now then, Ben? Because we're. Uh, we're going to get Amanda a ring. Cool. And she's going to tell us all about this amazing ladies' wear we're going to have in store. Yeah, well, I've got a couple of things before we do that. 
Mm. It's called 23ounce... Dot indigo on yeah. Instagram. It's actually 23ounce. Oh, that was my question. Yeah, Is 20, it actually... 23ounce 20, indigo. That's heavy as hell. Yeah, it's... Uh, Why? Why? Well, let's ask her. Okay, oh yeah, let's do that. So, yeah. uh, right, well, we'll just give her a bell, mate. Grab, yeah. your, grab your blower, give her a call. Let's get her on dog and bone, Glenn. Let's do so. Let's have a look, see. She's down here somewhere. I, I, what are you doing, scrolling through your phone Considering right her now. name's Ah. <laughs> there shouldn't really be any... Sc- she should be at the top. Speaker. Here we go. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Ben, you're right. I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm sat here with Glenn, of course. Hi. Hi, Glenn. <laughs> so, basically, we're here to uh, talk about 23 ounces and what's going to be happening at Club of Calm Regards Ladies Wear and what all the vat dying stuff's about. So, my first question is, how's Carl? Is he all right? Yeah, he's doing good. He's watching the football, obviously. Well, uh, who's playing right now, actually? I ain't checked any results today. Oh, I haven't got a clue. Just two countries. Yeah, just some men running around on a pitch, obviously. Brilliant. Well, say hey up to him from me and Clobber Cast Glen. Will do. But wait till I have time. I won't want to distract him. Eh... Right, Amanda, so basically, Flower, we've got you on the poddy, and we at Clubbercam are going to be offering a ladies' option in the clothing yeah. Uh, yeah, in the clothing department, and we, well, basically, it's your collection. Uh, yeah. We're just doing it alongside you, there to support, can't wait to be part of it. Uh, let's start with how... Because it's called 23 Ounce Indigo, yeah? Yeah. We've plugged your IG before we called you. Uh, we'll plug it again later okay. so people can get involved. Uh, so, take away the clobber calmness. When yeah. did 23 Ounce Indigo start and what was your vision for it? So, 23 Ounce was um, kind of just more of a... I kind of needed, I was going to trade shows, denim trade shows, and I kind of needed something to put on a business card. And um, (laughs) I'd already started my Instagram for 23 hours, and 23 is like my lucky number. Like if I ever see a number 23 or I get put in the room 23 or I'm on a 23 bus, like I know I'm going to have a good day. So that was my obvious, like that's what I wanted to call it. And obviously (laughs) ounce refers to like, the weights of denim and stuff like that and 23 ounces like a would be a really heavy weight so i was like yeah i'm going for that uh-huh. and so and indigo is like obviously to do with the dying and stuff that i was starting to get interested in um so yeah it was really like oh i just whacked that on a business card and from there it's kind of developed as like that's my kind of branding yeah um, so it was never meant <clears throat> to be a brand it was just something that i kind of like it's uh, yeah, it's sort of <laughs> organically it's really funny because You'd have got in. I mean, when you think about all the stuff you could have put on a business card to get into these trade shows, because you have to present one. I reckon yeah. you'd have been fine with, you know, Carl's wife. <laughs> yeah, probably. That, that's all I put on mine, Carl's mate. <laughs> See, look, Carl. 
because Carl wanted to come to the wall, he's now got he's also got his own twenty three ounce um, business card. So um, I it says of, director, I of course. Yeah, exactly. I'm just the assistant. Brilliant. Uh, so that's good actually, because Glenn did ask me before we called you uh, live on air. He asked where the twenty three ounce name come from, and now you know. I do know. Yeah, yeah. and so. I was <clears throat> I was surprised to find that it is actually. 23 ounce. Yeah. He, he, he associated it with heavy denim before he associated it with anything else, you see. Yeah, so I quite like that. I quite yeah. like that now it has like a couple of things that you can relate to it. Mm. Definitely. Definitely so. So, basically, uh, you've been developing your ideas. We met... When did we meet, Amanda? Wait, Christmas? Yeah, just after Christmas, I think. And... <laughs> she went nowhere. <laughs> that, that, that's not a reflection on you. This is a reflection on something that Glenn mentioned earlier in the podcast, Amanda. Just so you're clear that yeah, that everybody, everybody's just kinds to once you walk past Ben, you kind of get stuck to him, and he can, he does he never leaves. Yeah, uh, definitely. It, it seems to happen. Uh, and obviously, we got talking product straight away and I knew that you had something in mind and stuff like that uh, you instantly became part of the team on a lot of other levels uh, other than 23 ounce uh, but I've had very little to do with but seeing you develop this product over the past six seven months uh, if you if somebody said to you right now which is what the listeners will be thinking Amanda uh, so yeah. what's, what's this Ladies, 23 ounce stuff going to be that's in Clobbercam. What's your answer? So it's um, something that I'm not making jeans. That's not what I wanted to do because I think there's a lot of people out there that make amazing jeans. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of looking at things that can complement your jeans. Yeah. So looking at simple styles, things that are going to last a long time, things that are that kind of oversized look so it can fit across a lot of sizes. Um, and it's more looking at kind of maybe Japanese kind of style mixed with kind of um, like Netherlands um, kind of it's based on kind of trips that I've done within my career like I got to go to some really amazing places um, so like going to Tokyo seeing how they wear things um, and then going to like places like Amsterdam and just kind of it's all coming together in my brain and then I've kind of just putting it out in this kind of little mini range yeah. uh, like collection of like um cotton they're 100% cotton um things and they're just they're just a way of displaying what I've learned over a long period of time basically <laughs> so you think that uh you think that it's it's almost mainly sort of Japanese inspired uh, yeah, there's a lot of like kimono styles, so I think they're easy to throw on things. They're things that you can put on. That because I anybody that knows me knows I just wear kimonos like all the time. Mm -hmm. Like that shape to me is just so easy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just wanna. I'm I'm just making things and hoping people like them. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to. Uh, I'm only gonna touch it back a little bit Amanda obviously I know the answer to this question but you've just mentioned all your travelling and being to all these countries uh, yeah what is it you did before you wore Clobbercam Amanda so I've done um, 
done in design for um, like over 10 years, mainly for high street, more commercial kind of design. And that would be with a supplier. So I'd be designing the ranges, going to see the customers, um, doing trend reports, going out and doing research. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's, it's an awesome job. I loved it. It's dead good. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's given me the opportunity to do all this traveling and to really get in depth with the background of how denim's made. And, like, I love visiting factories. Like, I love it um, because I, I like the visual, like, all the workings of the machines and oh, I love it. So that's that's been a long journey for me. So that's kind of took me into learning each part of what, how it's made and what ingredients go into it and what needs to happen and then take bits of those and go further into them. Yeah, so and yeah. that's yeah, that one, that's really, really good. And for, I mean, <clears throat> for them that are wondering, because it will be asked, why, you know, you had such an amazing job that you enjoyed... Uh, why 23 ounce? Why Clovercam Amanda? Why not the Amanda that you've just referred to for the last 10 years? So I think you get to a point where you do want a bit of a change. Like, I loved my job, but I'd got to a point where I was doing a lot more of the kind of admin side of the job. I wasn't really being creative anymore. And, um, like, that's the bit that I love. Like, I love getting involved with the products. I love getting involved with people and... Um, yeah, it was just, it was going down a different route and I wanted to just bring it right back. And also I'd realized that like I'd been designing jeans for so long. I hadn't actually made a pair of jeans like myself. So Mm. I wanted to take a bit of time out to just actually learn, like really like know my craft. So that's took me to places like I went and did, um, with Morsin, I did the course in making pair of jeans at black horse lane yeah. which was absolutely amazing and like so now i can say i've made a pair of jeans like i know exactly how it's made and i know from the best like he's one of the best people you can learn from yeah so it's things like that that i wanted to just take a bit of time see what i actually liked again and um kind of get creative again yeah so basically you you you'd worked hard for 10 years you'd achieved a status and you realise that as much as you loved your job, there were just a little bit of something else inside of you that weren't quite getting expressed. Yeah, yeah, and you thought, exactly. Now's the time, and you've got a lovely husband in Carl that we know. Yeah, he's obviously uh, very supporting. Supportive. Yeah, exactly. We, we all need that though, don't we? Everybody needs that. Yeah. Glenn will vouch for that. Glenn's all over Europe all the time. You well, know, we, we yeah, are yeah, his, yeah. You know, and he's got a family at home. We are his uh, missus here. Glenn Inc. Glenn. It's, Correct, yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's very true. Even Batman need Robin. Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so, uh, tell us, because we've got, we know there's kimonos, uh, we know there's Japanese-inspired simple garments, uh, we know it's summer-related, which is why we're doing it now, although... It never happens in England. The summer started a month ago. I know. Tell me about <laughs> it's like, it. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ, as if. As if you've I done think, this to I us. Think, uh, I think I'm the queen of layering, though, because as you know, from me being in the shop, <laughs> I am always cold. Well, yeah. So, yeah. 
I think these are definitely layering pieces mm. as well. You can definitely wear them all year round. But yeah, as you're saying, like there are other stuff in the collection. So there'll be little simple tops and I'm doing a bit of homeware. But also we're doing the collaboration, which me and you have done, which is yeah. like looking at overdying vintage clothes and, and like things that have been pre-loved. Yeah, bringing them back to have, life. Um, yeah, that don't have a home anymore, that should have a home because they're still perfectly good clothes. Mm. So just taking those and look at the sustainable aspect of it and just rather than keep putting out more clothes, like actually trying to use the clothes we've already got and just, just like if I overdyne on with indigo, yeah, it just looks amazing and well, you can create a new a new. Look. I mean, the. Uh, I mean, we can't show anybody just yet because uh, we're not ready for that. But basically, Amanda took a lot of my vintage workwear, and she created a more. Uh, what do you call it? Product a more relevant product. Yeah. Uh, yeah more yeah. current product. So, for example, the trousers, old workwear trousers, have been turned into jackets. Them green jackets. Yeah. Uh, and then, so that but, was the green army shirt that I took and I just made into a yeah, more wearable that was, a, that was just a one-off sample yeah, that we that did. Would no, the actual clothing clothing uh, <laughs> you were wearing it at Kingpins weren't you Amanda yeah, it, yeah uh, it so there's a lot of vintage it's very vintage inspired it's very one-off uh, everything's been sourced by myself originally but obviously that's a lot easier for me because I worked in vintage. Of course. So I could get the good stuff to Amanda and then Amanda could do her good stuff to it. Uh, and it's all part of this collection for the ladies. Uh, tell us about the vat dyeing, Amanda, because we know, you know, you can't just decide to vat dye. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. tell, us, tell us about the, uh, the learning process yeah. and what people can expect from that on the 23-ounce stuff. Um, so yeah, I've took, I've been dying for about two years, but it's took me a long, long time to get to where I am because um, I, I I call them my pets. Like my little vats are like my pets because <laughs> they you have to feed them, you have to look after them. They want warmth, <laughs> some want cold, some want like different things they need from you, but they need constant looking after and constant love. <laughs> and the, so, the vat, um, the vats is the the container in it's, which the indigo yeah, is in. it's like the little witch's brew that I, I yeah. dump the stuff in and then it comes out blue. But the magic thing is, like, the thing that I love about it is it is magic. Like, when you put it in, it actually comes out like a bright green or a luminous kind of green colour. Yeah. And then as you pull it out and it hits the oxygen, which is the process you need for it to turn to the lovely indigo, yeah. like, as you're bringing it out, it starts to turn blue. So yeah. it actually turns into that blue color it doesn't come out like that color yeah and like you just never know what you're gonna get and yeah. i think that in itself is the best bit yeah like i i'm i'm not i like not knowing i like the randomness of it i like that any design that i think might come out probably won't it'll be yeah. something completely different it's so, like yeah, a, but, it's like a really intricate tombola yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It I bet you, you buy raffle tickets, don't you, on a tombola? It's like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, uh, no, I know it's... Uh, that's what I like about it as well, Amanda, but I think that that goes back to the vintage roots of opening yeah. a workwear bale or opening a denim bale and never knowing what's... You know, every single aspect of it's fun. 
It's like Christmas yeah. every day. <laughs> I'd lo- like, I've told you how much I'd love to just go into a vintage place and just, oh, yeah, I w- I'd be going, I'll have that, I'll have that, I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, definitely, I'll definitely take you to Glass Onion uh, when we're not as busy one day, for sure. Uh, it's just seeing the potential as well. It's seeing the potential in everything. Yeah, like for sure. seeing it in a totally different way. Like I can look at something and think, "Oh, I could do that with that." Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's the cool thing about it. For sure. I was going to ask. Um, I know we're talking about making stuff and yeah. vintage. Are there any brands that are in Clubacam at the moment where you think, "I wish I would have designed that," or I wish that brand was mine. Ah, oh, see, I would love... It's It's not that I'd want the brand to be mine, but I'd love to work with John at Alt Customs. Like, the fact yep. that he's sat there, like, making... Oh, it just... And he's in the UK, and I, just what he does is unreal. Like, mm. it's amazing. So That's the kind of... Um, that's what I'd... Like, I'd love to do that. The master tailor. So if yeah. if John turned around and said, uh, you can come and work for me, you can be my right-hand lady, but... You can be my Robin. Yes, you can be my Robin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you have to stop what you're doing in terms of making your own stuff. Yeah. Would you do that? I think I could do both, surely. <laughs> 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 I'll have to ask him. <laughs> he, uh, when I went down and spent the day with John, mm. it was amazing how much I learned, just in such a short amount of time. And that, he's such a lovely bloke to listen a, to. That was quite a while ago, that, weren't it? Yeah. And yeah, I, can rem- I can remember your instagram story like it was yesterday it's still saved on me yeah how is it on there yeah pair of jeans from start to finish yeah 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 crackers yeah but you know that man created a monster with his tailoring of course yeah yeah as we know tm lewin he had a hundred stores in europe with his business partners which obviously he sold uh that is some if you're good enough to be in charge of a product that can develop into a hundred stores in europe Hey, oh, we've got some background music. Uh, it, uh, you're good at what you do. And so, yeah. Amanda, you should definitely spend some time with John. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to work yeah, that I in at some point. That'd be cool. That. Yeah. So. Is, is he any... Not only, not only John, but also the guys at Barnes and Moore. Like Barnes and Moore. Yeah, they were amazing as well. Ooh, we've just got his collaboration belt sample through today. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, it look good? It's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, it basically took everything that I wanted from a vintage railroad belt, what I like to wear from my vintage days, and put it into a post-heritage garment. Sandcast double buckles. Uh, well, I'll, I'll not talk about it too much, Amanda, but you'll like it. It's good. Yeah, uh, I can't wait. <laughs> we, uh, we should actually try dipping some because they're all veg tan. That'd be quite cool. You know, yeah, when we're doing some uh, <clears throat> Right, so when we do the launch, obviously it's going to be in store. People can come in and buy it. Tell yeah. people a little bit about the two-hour workshop that you're doing. 
yeah so during the day i'll be dipping some um stuff while i'm there mm-hmm. so uh i think i put 11 and two o'clock you can i'll be doing i'll make sure i'm dipping then so you can come along and see how it's done like see what it looks like at the start and then i'll put it through and then you can see how it comes out mm-hmm. so um and then in between those times you can also come and have a go at um the shibori which is the I, I mean, it's not traditional, like I don't use binding. I mean, we've got like things we can use now that make it so much easier, but it's basically where you you put things on a piece of cloth and then where you put those things, the dye can't get to it. So it leaves like a patch where yeah. the dye hasn't taken. Yeah. So you can create really nice patterns. So I'm just going to have some um, fabric out and loads of things to do that kind of design with and people can just have a go and then i'll try and get them dipped in the day and hopefully people can take away a little swatch with them yeah i get you we could probably get some like scarves out of that as well couldn't we or some yeah you know, like well i'm that. thinking if if anyone doesn't want to take their swatch home i'll probably just make a big wall hanging out of it or like put them all together so you'll have a piece of that yeah in it. that's really cool isn't it we can display yeah. that in store then obviously yeah i thought that would be really good yeah it definitely would be cool yeah i'm up for that and what time are we offering i know i should know this stuff <laughs> what time are we uh, uh what time are we offering that i'm gonna do that between 11 and 2 because i think if i do it any later people's stuff won't be dipped word must be getting around though because i got a text message of a friend of mine who's a textile teacher, well, she's in charge of textiles at a big school, and she was like, you've got to let me come in and do the uh, the Shibori uh, demonstration. Oh, she was like, my students would absolutely love it if I could take out from that and take it back to school. Uh, oh, wow. And I was like, yeah, of course you can, tell your mates. Bring your students. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bring everybody. <laughs> you know, let's go for it. It's fine. Just the whole point is, like, to just share, like, share what I've learned so other people can have a go and mm-hmm. just to get people on the blue path and let them see how much fun it can be. Yeah. It's, uh, it's weirdly addictive, isn't it, Amanda? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> at, at what point, what was it that got you into specifically got you into the indigo side of it because obviously i know you've got your job uh, you were designing you were visiting mills but that's not really all to do with the indigo side of it not really like somebody that doesn't yeah. give a shit about that could who's a good designer and uh you know knows the fabrics yeah. could do that job as well it's uh what were it that be you know what were the bug that you decided to bite. What were it? What were the turning point where you thought, "Hang on a minute, I'm I into this. It, a film, a book, or?" I think it was just looking at what actually interested me and what actually I could enjoy from it. Because, mm. like, then it, the actual jeans making is very precise and very specific and very like detailed and very, you know, you have to be exact. Whereas this, you can be really free, like. Um, you can just you can go for it like it's all trial and error and it's it's not like it's not necessarily be about mm. being perfect or about the exactity of it it's about like the process and how it comes out in the end so i think it was more looking at what would suit me <laughs> like yeah. what it's like what, the uh, it's like the picasso of the denim world yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah on on, the, on that was, sorry just jump yeah. in when you make stuff 
do, do you make it for you because you really like it? Or do you make it for a market? Or do you make it for an audience or a certain look? Really good question, that, Glenn. I think at the moment, I don't really think about a market, which I should. I know I should. But at the moment, like I said, I'm just kind of making things that I like. And I just hope other people like them <laughs> and will want to buy them. Because, yeah. it, like I said, it was never meant to be a brand. But, like, through the collaboration with Ben and through the, like, support of that, it's given me the boost to do it and to put these things that I've been thinking about for a long time, like actually into action mm. so um yeah i'm not really thinking about a market i'm just hoping like people like me who like indigo and who are women that want to be in denim even men like that it's not even like has to be for women it is like pretty unisex you can just whack one on so um yeah it's just about being it's it's basically how i can be in the indigo denim community like what's my input into it yeah. and um that's that's a like my kind of roots like that's the kind of thing that it's it's creative it's doing something it's making something and yeah so yeah i think mm, that's good, there wasn't good anything but let's face it having 10 years design experience is never going to be a negative <laughs> <laughs> yeah. definitely not definitely you know not. that you know that it's going to be done well and that the people are going to like it the weird thing through doing design for so many years and being quite structured in the design that I do for customers and um, like I do it all on computer on CAD and um, I have to put like so many details and everything into this I like doing trend boards and you know like endless research for this I've tried not to go so much that route so I've tried to be more subconsciously using the trends that I've picked up over the years because I don't want this to be trend led I want it to be more style like yeah I don't I want it to last a long time so I don't want it to be following today's trends I want it to be able to be worn for years and years so um what yeah. have, what have been the biggest challenges Amanda getting ready for this because obviously you know it's an eventing store and what have you uh but in your own head and in your own uh practices of the methods that you're yeah. using what have been the biggest challenges i think it's just um thinking about the um what's needed to get a product into a store because the reason i've never really done anything like this is because i tend to overthink things yeah so um that's you, you obviously put obstacles in your path and you think, oh, I can't do that, I shouldn't do that. Like, it's and there's a very loads psychological, of people out there doing stuff. It's a very psychological way to, to look at it, though. It is a block. If you think you can't be doing stuff, that then stops you doing yeah. stuff. Do you know what Definitely, I mean? Definitely, yeah. yeah. There's so. a saying, in there? Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. You're right, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But, Amanda, but you can, Amanda. So, But what were those obstacles then other than your own doubts i think uh, one was like um where am i gonna do it so at the moment like it's taken over my house and um, <laughs> like i've invested in it like carl like half the kitchen is mine <laughs> like, the other half we can is carl the other half's carl's i do like the witch brewing on the other side <laughs> So yeah, Carl has to give up like some space for me, but he's quite happy because he's quite enjoying the whole like watching me do stuff and he gets involved and 
But, um, yeah, it's the kind of, like, where did I want to do it? How do I want to do it? Like, at what level do I want to do it? So um, it's just, take like, taking that process and seeing how I can just do it with the things I've got and stop thinking, oh, I need this to do that, I need this. It's just about... Like if I if I don't do it now, I never will. So yeah, it's not it's what resources. It's not what resources you've you've got. It's how you use the resources yeah, you've got. Exactly. Do you know? Exactly. Uh, people have done amazing things. Like the, I mean, digressing a little bit, but when the first man went on the moon, you know, they used something like one hundred and thirty six computers, and each one of them was not as powerful as a modern-day 15-pound Casio watch. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and that sent somebody to the moon. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like, it's not what you've got technology-wise or, uh, you know, uh, facility tool-wise. It's how yeah. you use it. Like, these problems are there to be solved, and I think a lot of the best brands are birthed that way. Yeah, I think that, and I think I think sometimes you can have too too many options. So I think by limiting it, that's why I've only done a few shapes because I could have gone off on so many tangents, which I normally do. Um, so yeah. this I've tried to keep like this has been the one thing that I've tried to keep really simple, so it doesn't well, go off on those little things and I don't thing get is, Amanda, distracted. It's very easy to be a jack of all trades and a master yeah. of none. Correct. Yeah, do you know what Absolutely. I mean? Uh, so I I think I mean I've seen some of the product I've not seen a lot of it I've seen some of it and I think that you've hit nail on head well obviously I, I complete completely believe in it which is why we're doing it and you know like why uh, why I feel privileged to have you around and uh, why we're gonna have a lot of fun on the thirtieth so uh, yeah it's really exciting I can't wait <laughs> yeah mega uh, so regards the workwear so we've talked about the 23 ounce stuff and although the workwear's you know the same uh but where does a 23 ounce you've took organic fabrics and dyed them up and created shapes and created product lines to an extent uh what was the inspiration behind the workwear other than the fact that i had a lot of it if you if you get what i mean like what was the uh you know what what are you thinking when you've got some of my workwear in your hands and you think right I'm going to create this into something new that's wearable. Uh, where's that side of it come into it? Because that's not really See, anything I, to do I with think... the indigo dyeing and stuff. You know, it, it is a different... Yeah, it's it a is different, a different... Yeah. Yeah, I think it comes from... I know this sounds really weird, but because I'm a hoarder, I've got loads of stuff, right? And I have to try and fit it into places like a jigsaw. So when I see an old garment that I want to change into something else, I'm thinking how I can put the patterns and change things around. Like how that pattern for a different thing, like how a trouser, how I can take a jacket block and put it into that trouser and make it into something else. It's so like I can see it really yeah. clearly. Like. Your, your inspiration is storage. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine Carl like sat in a certain position on couch watching the yeah. TV now, you know, like, yeah. perfectly organised around Amanda's story. <laughs> oh dear. You uh, have to, when you're a hoarder, you have to try and hide your stuff into the most minimal space because like, you don't want people to know. And you have to make it look as tidy as mm, possible. So, mm. yeah, I'm quite good at like. So it's a vision. You can basically yeah. you see a garment and you think right this can be this and then you've applied yeah. your skills that you've developed to 
create that garment. Yeah, it's like sense. if I can see a pocket, I can see where it could maybe mm. fit somewhere else on a different thing and how that could change into a collar. And and then, like, obviously trying to make it so it's a better product, like always trying to upgrade something rather yeah. than just making another garment. Yeah, make, like, for sake of make making it, it look like another garment. Yeah, I think, that's a, I think that's one thing that you see a lot in vintage shops is they do things to garments just so it's reworked. Mm. It doesn't actually yeah. mean it looks any good. Do you know, like, like anyone, anyone could just cut off the legs of a trouser and make it into a short. Like, yeah, the worst one for me. Really, like, you've not improved anything. It. You know, the worst thing for me is turning a pair of Levi's into a backpack when you can tell it what a pair of Levi's. Yeah. So, so like, yeah. The back, so like the pocket on the outside of the backpack is the back pocket. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. A backpack made from nice vintage Levi denim is brilliant, but yeah. when it looks like a pair of jeans that's turned into a backpack, it's like, yeah. You've, it just looks a bit tweed, it's, it? a it's bit sure, Yeah, it's like, it shows you're artistic, but it's, it yeah. looks shit. You yeah. know, like, it's... Uh... You've, tu- you've turned them into shorts, you've sewn up the bottoms, you've put everything where the arse generally goes, put some straps on it, and then the belt is the top. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, that's, that's what I mean, like, that don't... Well, although you might be able to use it, it's not really a, It's not really what we're talking about, if you know what no, I mean. No, I We're understand. talking yeah. about changing that. a product so you wouldn't know it was what it was before. Mm. Like I like, I like that you could see hints of what it used to be because if you just made it into a totally different garment, it like what's the point? If you can't see that little bits of history, like I, I kind of like I like taking the legs and making them arms because you can still see the whiskering on the arms. Yes. Um, from where the legs have creased it, but like yeah, I get, I totally get what you mean as well. Like I wouldn't just be like da da. No, of course not. <laughs> I know that. I know that. Yeah. Uh, well, it's going to be really good fun. So anybody that's listening, for sure, get yourself down. Uh, Amanda, yes. I'm going to get you a quick fire. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> I need you to be decisive. No support from Carl. <gasps> okay. All right, this is one thing you've got to do on your own. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Hit me with it. USA made, Japan made. Japan. Vintage or raw. Vintage. Crisps or chocolate? Crisps. Coffee or tea? Ah, coffee. Wine or beer? Wine. Boots or trainers? Trainers. Horror or comedy? Horror. Drama or action? Drama. Fact or fiction? Fact. Night in or night out? Night out. Oasis or Blur? Blur. <laughs> stones or the Beatles? Stones. Ah, two stones. Stones twice in a week. <laughs> Can you believe it? They were quite easy. You didn't ask me one about whether I like something or cheese. I was ready for that one. <laughs> oh, crisps. Oh, no, I didn't put cheese. Yeah, I put crisps or chocolate. What's funny is I actually scribbled cheese out. You did. I can, I did. You can I can. see it, can't you? All right, then. Well, Chips or cheese? cheese. Over everything. Che- uh, oh, did you say chips or cheese? Yeah. Oh, no, you've got to have cheesy chips. No, you, you can only have one or the other. <laughs> you are going to lose uh, one for the rest of your life. Oh, no. Oh, no, I've got to keep cheese. Because okay. that goes on everything. Well, I'll, I'll bring it back to potatoes because I feel the need to be defended. Potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say jacket or 
Roasted. Oh, jacket. Jacket, okay. Mm. Will you go with for roasted? With and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Will you go for roasted? With cheese, with gravy. Yeah. Gravy, yeah. But they've got to be done crispy, haven't they? Yeah, they're really crispy. This yeah, is yeah. the point. It's like... Uh, my my favourite genre of potato is definitely um, Dauphinoise. Dauphinoise. Oh, yes. Now you're talking. What's that? <laughs> What's that? It's French. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's layered thinly. I so live off Junction 37, <laughs> me than us. <laughs> I don't remember. I've, I've travelled the world. I've been to Crown and Anchor before. <laughs> um, no, so imagine getting a spud taking his jacket off before he's been cooked yeah. and turning him into almost crisp like with a mandolin mandolin Manda, mandarin mandolin mandarin ma- i think one's mandarin. an orange and the other one's a musical instrument <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are they called <laughs> neither of them things um what are they called knife yeah <laughs> yeah that'll, that'll do <laughs> um and uh yeah putting it really thin Layering yeah. it up, uh, double cream, uh, leeks, uh, crushed garlic, melted cheese, bake it. Right, okay. No, it does sound yes. really nice. Mm. What happens to jacket? We could get to Amanda, she could turn it into some of ours. You could turn it into a backpack. <laughs> it's, an, it's artistic, but that used to be a potato, and I can tell. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. No, it's a. Uh, I'm a. I'd, I'm. I'm all for potatoes. Me, my cousin always said potatoes a meal, and I always thought, fuck, I can't argue with that. He's right. <laughs> you know, like, when you're a, when you're a poor student, you yeah. Come home just with an Asda carrier bag full of potatoes, and I'd be like, is that all? He's like, well, potatoes a meal. Like, Fair enough. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> it is. is that? Yeah. yeah. So. Right. Well. Cool. Well, so we've got ladies coming into the store. It's actually complimented by Ladies Red Wings, isn't it, Amanda, as you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's really good. And it's on the 30th of June, which is a week on Saturday. And you can come in and see things getting VAT dyed, have a consultation about having your own product VAT dyed. You can do Shiburi work classes where you could turn a square of fabric, maybe, let's call it an handkerchief or a bandana if it's big enough. We'll see what we've got knocking about, won't we, Amanda? Uh, And you can dye that up yourself by using different techniques Amanda's going to show you, and you can take that away, and that's all free of charge, isn't it, Flower? Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, we're all raring and good to go. Mint. It's been a good night. We've had uh, Darcy on for five minutes, and we had Rob on as well, Amanda, doing a bit of a Red Wing sort of, restoration uh, education oh, cool. course just for 10 minutes it were really funny actually because when you were talking about it <laughs> I, I just couldn't stop laughing because they were on a, innuendos it was just so oh, funny they were on about putting two fingers in and massaging dry bits and oh just, no always oh, <laughs> always, always start from the back <laughs> brave man I like, to, I like to work it in from the back before I go to the oh, front dear. he's such a dude in he as well and I thought people are going to what podcast are <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, and uh, by the way amanda just before you go i'm not a complete fucking idiot it is called a mandolin <laughs> <slice>. <laughs> 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 
So, shut up. As you, you can get them from TK Maxx for six ninety five. Yeah. Box is damaged, but the mandolin works fine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely jobs. Right, well, I best let you uh, get off and uh, watch football with Carl and Anta. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Brilliant. No worries. Well, I'll see you on... It's not Friday, is it? It's Saturday, isn't it, this week? Monday. Monday. I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy days. See you guys. All right, Bye. my mate. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye. She's well, like my true denim sis. Yeah. Is Amanda. That took a mad turn towards ending it, that one. <laughs> 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 that uh, was funny. That was funny. Yeah, she's a real uh, Yeah, she's good. She's way. good. Yeah, she's dead good. She's uh, really talented. The stuff she, I mean, obviously, she's quite reserved and she very is, un- that, unbiased. That's like, exactly what I was going to say. She's yeah. so reserved mm. that until you probably start getting into her ribs a bit about mm. this sort of thing, you'd never know, would you? Mm. Whereas, like... No, no. A lot of uh, people who are talented at stuff, it's kind of like first thing that rolls off the tongue because they want to talk about yeah. them. But Amanda's not like that. So I like that about Amanda, though, because I, I, do. Think, I think that she, uh, it's a, it, not, you know, in a good way, it's a lot more thought about, a lot more calculated, and it'll be executed properly when it comes out on 30th. We've been talking about it for six months. You know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Uh, of course, Amanda's so experienced and good at what she's doing that. I've had very, very, very little to do with it other than the fact that I'm lucky enough to be able to offer it in store and I've been yeah. able to support with certain <coughs> parts of it. Uh, but when it comes to the store itself, Amanda supports me, so it's it's a good team. Like like I said, she's me, Denim Sis. Mm. No doubt about it. Batman and Robin. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, Batman and Batman, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah she's, she really is that good. Uh, bless her. So looking yeah. forward to it, mate. It's been a good... Uh, I've enjoyed it in store. It's been good, hasn't it? Yeah. It's been uh, very different. Um, yeah, a bit of an echo. 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 It's not actually bad, actually. No. Uh, no, not actually bad at all today. Uh, much better than uh, the nudie one in terms of the sound, I'm guessing. Mm. Uh, but yeah, a different angle. Um, these these things can take any turn. Mm. And uh, it's nice just to have one that's a bit clobbercarmy. Yeah. You know, like I would never want to bore people with it and... Me and you've done a few on his own, which are all mm-hmm. right. I mean, you won't want to do it every week, but it's, uh, you know, involving guys and team and stuff like that and what they're up to. It's uh, it's interesting for me, so I hope it's interesting for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm a lot of time. Defo, defo. Um, so, Ben. Yeah. Um, World Cup's on, football's on. Let's check scores. Uh, I've already checked, mate. It's nil-nil. Argentina, Croatia. Argentina aren't pulling it off. No, they're World not. Cup, they? They're not. And they're the only team I've got in the bloody sweepstake. I'll tell you. I'll, uh, I've put I've put a decent bet on Belgium. Me. I know they're in our group, but odds are 12 to 1. So I thought that were worth a dabble. What are England? 16s? It was even more, I think. What it? Mm. Might have been like 21, 22 to 1 or something like that. I genuinely believe England have got a right chance. I genuinely believe that. And I'm not an England fan. No, but it feels like this year something special. I think something's happening. Yeah, yeah, it does. I know what you mean. Yeah. There's something there. Did you hear about there. Gareth Southgate as well, by the way? Dislocating his shoulder. Went for a run. Mm. Why is he running? He's retired. Mm. I know. It's the last thing that I'd be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a multi-millionaire. I'm England manager. I'm 
going to go for a run. I'm going to go for a run in Should've Russia. Should have just done a Sam Allardyce and gone to pint with some people. <laughs> go for yeah. a drink with somebody yeah. in front of them. Yeah, took a backhander <laughs> and a bribe and got sacked. Yeah. Uh, I felt sorry for Sam Allardyce. Yeah. Because he's a good manager. In fact, he's a brilliant manager at, at yeah. getting best out of players and teams. Mm. The, the only person I've seen do that as good as him recently is Roy Hodgson with Crystal mm. Palace this year. Oh, the thing is with Sam Allardyce is... Everybody seems to be. Everybody seems to fall out with him after a year. <laughs> it's like he's only yeah. got like a year in him, and then he's like, "No, I can't take any more." Sam Allardyce, <laughs> yeah. you've just got to go to another company or another business and do exactly the same what you did somewhere else. Uh, come on, there's always somebody getting relegated, Sam. You know you'll be alright. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Every Christmas he gets that phone call. It's just as sure as Slade getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, brilliant. So I've got a question for you, Argentina nil nil. Yeah, uh, I don't want to talk about football too much because prob- this is probably where people switch off. But yeah, uh, Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo, is every it? day mm. for me. You see, I feel like it should be Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. And let's look at it on world stages. Yeah, he's obviously the way he's adapted his game. He's three years older. He's keeping up mm-hmm. with Messi. The way he's adapted his game to account for his pace being a bit slower and stuff like that's amazing uh, but on that international level when they're all said and done forget club football and forget the fact that Ronaldo's done it at multiple clubs yeah I love the, Messi by the way I'm just yeah. saying I'm just looking at the facts but Ronaldo's up there doing it on an international level right yeah. now as we speak yes and well Argentina it's good. did the did the draw the last game or lose it uh, they drew yeah they drew uh, nil now nil or one one. This one, they've got some good players. Yeah, they have really good players. They always have had. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I just wondered what your opinion were on that. Yeah. Um. Thing is, as well, when it comes to them big players, I'm not right into them big players. Me, I like. Mm. I, I'm I'm more of an under underdog sort of thing sort sort of guy, mm. and I think that's why. I know it's gonna sound quite funny, but obviously when you look at the Premier League, mm-hmm. that's why I've. I hate Man United when I was growing up because they were the best. A lot of it were homegrown when you were young, though. So mm-hmm. it weren't like it were bought in, it weren't like it were No, made. but they were the best. So I could have easily turned around and said, I'm a Man United fan because I'm six and they're the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I didn't. I, uh, like, I always liked people that were not quite as good who had a chance to knock them off. Mm. You know, because like... Like the modern-day Tottenham. Yeah. Oh, so, no, sorry, yeah. if the... Yeah, 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 yeah. So it would have been Blackburn Rovers, I imagine. Uh, well, I did used to Newcastle like Blackburn United. when I were a young lad. Cristiano uh, Asprey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Even Leeds, Tony Eboa, crossbarring in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but that's why I went into Arsenal growing up as well, because I can remember back in like 94 season or something like that, they weren't very good at all. But they had that element that they could be good. Yeah, no, I just love David Seaman. That's why I liked Arsenal. Yeah. I wrote to him for a school project and got a... They sent me a letter back saying, uh, sorry, but David Seaman's too busy to answer all his fan mail. But what we have done is sent you a signed picture at Squad. All oh, right. A signed picture at Squad. Uh, yeah, I love David Seaman. From Rotherham. So he's literally from 10 miles away from where we sat. Yeah. And then on Netflix at minute, Premier League <laughs> Legends. He's there. Two seasons. And there's one on David Seaman. And you can't help but just love him. Yeah. He's such a nice bloke. I've, um, I've had beers with David Seaman. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've not been as jealous as that since my fucking mate bumped into Arnold Schwarzenegger at Watford Gap. 
I'm really jealous about that. <laughs> That's brilliant. What a fucking statement that is. Uh, so I went to a um, dinner in London at yeah. a, a hotel somewhere. Mm. And... Um, I don't know what I can't remember it for. Something to do with chefing or foods or something to do with that <laughs> yeah. because that's what I've always done. Yeah. Um, and I walked into this bar yeah. and they were in a function next door. Yeah. Uh, and David Seaman, I was literally stood at bar waiting for a beer and stood at the bar at the side of me were Lee Dixon and David Seaman. Really? I was like, Are they lads? This is bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do I do? So yeah. I got a picture. Of course you did. <laughs> It's really funny that you say that because I got when I got married, I got married at Tankersley Manor. Yeah, yeah. And old blokes just vanished in mm. night. A lot of blokes just vanished uh, into room round corner from like our function room. It was still in wedding, which this is a true story, although it's complete accident. Because Leicester City were playing Barnsley the day after. All right. So they'd were well, staying in Tankersley Manor because that's a nice yeah, hotel. Yeah. So Sven Goran Eriksson were in bar at my wedding because he was manager. Right. So all lads had just fucked off for a photo with Sven Goran Eriksson. <laughs> like, but uh, technically, Sven Goran Eriksson were at my wedding. Yeah. He weren't invited. That's meant. Mm. I didn't <laughs> see him at Buffy or all that. Yeah. Oh, dear. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. And so, then what? Yeah. Well, they were just all there at morning at breakfast for Leicester squad. But yeah. I didn't. You know, Who's the most famous person you've ever met? Me? Yeah. Uh, I didn't meet him. Have we had this conversation on podcast? I don't know if we have. I didn't meet him, but I sat next to Johnny Depp and had a cigarette. Ah, yeah. I think we might have mentioned it I on think, podcast. Well, I know that anyway, but yeah. I don't know if we've mentioned it. Yeah. yeah I, uh, That's pretty good, that one, isn't it? Yeah, I just didn't speak to him. And right. like, I kept like looking at him to talk, and he was just laughing at me. Like, not laughing, but he was, like, smiling, looking forward with fedora and sunglasses. Yeah, of course he was. And brogues, you know, trick his bro or whatever he got on. And, uh, and every time I turn around, I, like, look back, and then I look back again, and he was just, like, smiling, smoking his cigarette. And I thought, fuck, I should have just made out and it have a lighter, perfect icebreaker. Yeah, yeah. But. I will. It weren't to be. And I still enjoyed sitting next to him and having a cigarette. That was yeah. Cool. I don't know who my most famous person is. Um... Because most of mine like relate to like again like foodie stuff and like chef stuff. It's like I'm not sure how Lee Dixon relates to a spatula, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's quite famous. It's Bra- on can you, you remember Brian Turner who always on um, Ready Steady Cook? No, I like <laughs> yeah that old boy. Who, he's from Leeds. I seem to see him like every month. <laughs> Do you know like work stuff? Yeah. He's just there all the time. Because I've always had shops. I've had people come into him that are quite famous before. Yeah. So. Well, we know a few band members, don't yeah, we, from around here. Yeah, that sort of stuff, but it's even, uh, is it Paul Tomkinson from Brastoff? Oh, yeah. He used to come into my shopping leads. Um, I've got a good one as well. Do you know, uh, well, any, well, this is more of a Yorkshire slash Barnsley thing. You know Judd off Kez? Mm. Been to a barbecue at mine? Has he? Yeah. Well, actual, you know, who plays, Billy Casper off Kez. Yeah, yeah. Lives next door but six to me. All right, Tommy Topper. <laughs> <laughs> I see him walking about. But the, uh, <clears throat> no, a good one was, it's not relevant now, but at the time it was funny. Can you remember Misfits? That what, TV the band? program. Oh, no, no, no. There were TV I know what it is, but yeah. Misfits, and they were like uh, uh, a lass on it, and she were, uh, she were like half cast and beautiful, you know, like dark skin. and Yeah, yeah. She were like, Gorge and uh, 
me and Charlie always have a laugh or whatever it were like, you know, one at one at five year old lad shag if you ever get a chance. But you know, so, so it's just a laugh. Okay. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, but I, in my shopping leads, <laughs> she once walked in and I were in on my own and I was like, I said from Misfits, but I've got nobody to tell. And then Charlie walked in like five minutes later and I was like writing it on a piece of paper with Misfits. Charlie just didn't get it. Uh, <laughs> like, well, one of them where you're just like, all right, yeah, I'll put that on. <laughs> this ain't going to sink in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quite good meeting her yeah. at the time, but that was because she were uh, amazingly good looking. So, is that us done? It's definitely us done, yeah, mate. It's uh, so. turned into what I thought was going to be a little bit of a shorter one, has turned into a big one. Yes, okay. Well, we best get the, get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. Come up, come up with a better sign off than that. Get the fuck out of Dodge. That's mine. Yeah. Um, Time to get the fuck out of Dodge. Make like a sausage and roll. I'd have probably gone, I'll be back. <laughs> I can't do <laughs> impressions. Lovely. In right, a bit. Let's do one.